Hey everyone, in this AB Talks with Naz, we had an extremely interesting, let's call it angry, as he would say, open, raw, and real conversation. I hope you enjoy it, and if you want to see the video, it's on YouTube. هلا هلا نصير تشرفنا honestly oh okay. yes english i gotta speak english whatever uh, uh, let's do english much english. so we start with a classic question i always like to ask yeah honestly yes how are you how am i honestly oh i'm can i curse whatever you want <laughs> i'm always shit nervous i'm always nervous always always how do you live like that i like i like it it's nice to be nervous Hmm. It's better than being bored. But is, does it have to be either extreme? No. I just like extremes. You do? Yeah. I you, like, I, would you say you're an adrenaline junkie kind of no, personality? I hate adrenaline. I just, I like stress. Hmm. If there's no stress in what I'm doing, it's not worth doing. That's why like every time in the team, I'm the only one who's stressed. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Always, always. It helps me. Is it easy to live with you? Uh, no. Hmm. Is it easy to live with you? I think if the people are similar to me, maybe, because they'll get it. <laughs> if they're not, no, we'll clash. So it's a no? It depends on the person. I see. You know, like you see a team who understands you, you'll get along because they know why you're there. I watched recently the, um, the last dance of uh, Michael Jordan's mm-hmm. documentary. Yep. And you would see his team. Now some of them later understood why he was so crazy and hard on them. So then yeah. they got it. Ah, he wanted to win. He, he pushed us and he fought and argued. Yeah. Not because he's just having a personal problem with me. No, he wants to win as a team. So yeah. it depends how people see you. That's true. Mm. It's always the goal first and the individual and the well-being second. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've always put Nas Daily first and then me, my family, my girlfriend, everybody, company second. Interesting. Um, it's not something I recommend to everybody, but... It's not for everyone. Not for everyone. So who are you? Who am I? I'm just a hairy brown Arab kid Mm. who grew up in the Middle East, hated it, wanted to get the hell out, wanted to go to America because I thought it had no problems. Um, And I'm a guy who, I love how you ask the deep questions. It's like you can go as deep as you want or I can give as shallow as I want. Um, Look. I think I'm an angry guy. I think I'm an angry guy. That's what I am. I'm very angry. Is that a problem? No, it's a great thing. Why would you call yourself angry? Um, I'm just angry at the way the world is structured, you know? So there's something about the world that is messed up. So there's a lot of anger. Uh, You know, when you grow up between Israel and Palestine, it's like, Jeez, people like hate each other. Jews hate Arabs, Arabs hate Jews, Arabs hate Jews, Jews hate Arabs all the fucking time. Then you go to America, white hates black, black hates black, white, you know. And then, and then you start traveling. Poverty, rich people, poverty, rich people, poverty, rich people. So there's a lot of problems in the world um, that I think it should make everybody angry. And I think anger explodes in two ways. Angry people either become ISIS you know, they get so angry, they go destroy things. So they got so angry and they try to make it better. So I think Nas Daily is like an explosion of anger. Hmm. I'm very happy it didn't result in ISIS. <laughs> interesting. Um, you know, I'm just going to say this to the camera because I found it interesting also. Yes. Um, I use the word interesting a lot, I noticed. Uh, so with, with Nas, 
Kula Nasair, I, I messaged you on Instagram. I messaged him on Instagram and, and he was professional and uh, courteous, I would say, and prompt. Uh, and he replied and he said, because we were in the Corona phase and, yeah. I, and I said, you know, let's do a live. We never met before, <laughs> never talked before. And I said, you know what, you're stuck where you are, I'm stuck where am I, let's do uh, Insta live or a Zoom call, whatever. So we, we thought we'll do a Zoom call. Then uh, his manager tells Nikki, she's like, I think we're actually coming to Dubai soon. <laughs> it's out of nowhere. So I'm like, you know what, scratch the Zoom call. Crazy. Let's do a thing. And then I, I read about you. And I know you're a Bostonian, I'm a Bostonian. You studied engineering, I studied engineering. We both started to do shit we like, yes. not the things we don't like. Um, and then funnily, I watched your Insta story last night and I was standing next to you and we didn't meet. It's crazy. So I take an Insta story of Burj Khalifa. He takes an Insta story of Burj Khalifa. And then at night, this is at 3 a.m., I look at his Insta story, I'm like, and I'm looking at the angles. <laughs> it's the same angle. I'm like, we're literally there. And we didn't meet. We didn't meet. It was interesting. You came from the left, I came from the right. Mm -hmm. And then we disappeared. It was a three-minute show. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I thought that was a, a nice thing. But I'll go back to you. Um, childhood, how was that? Childhood? Yeah. Very uneventful. It's, you know, some people say I had so many hardships and other people say I had so many good things. I forgot everything in my life before age of 15. How? I have a bad memory. It's a bad experience. I think I have a no, no. I just have a bad memory. I, mean, I, I have a bad memory in general. Yeah, I, not a block. No, no, no. Not like trauma block. I, mm. I've had a, an okay childhood. You know, not okay. not rich, not poor. Uh, like you shouldn't feel bad about me at all. But how? I'm not talking also only about comfort level. I'm talking also about school. I'm talking about your relationship with your parents, bullying, mm. uh, so being social, being introverted, all of that. Uh, school, I went to a public school. So I grew up in, in Israel, right, as a Palestinian. Hmm. And, you know, first of all, no one chooses where they are born. It's not like you choose your passport. Hmm. So, you know, growing in that part of the world, in, in Nazareth, right next to Jesus, um, you kind of, it, it shapes who you are, right? So I went to a school that is only Palestinian Arabs, right? So 100%. So there's a lot of segregation, right? So... You grow up in Israel, zero Jewish friends. They have no Arab friends. So I think politics is probably the, the number one thing that is instilled in your brain um, since you were a child. Mm. And then, you know, I had the normal childhood of bullying and whatnot. But I think the main memory I had is, look, why, why are we not worthy of the same money, attention, opportunities uh, as other people? Mm. And uh, those things kind of shape, shape your childhood. And with your parents, how was the relationship, mom and dad? It's good. Yeah? It's Formal? Good. No, it, I think it's good. Mm. I think it's good. I, I don't make any problems for my parents. Never. Although you would, you would describe yourself as angry. Yeah, but not with my parents. I'm, just, I'm so chill. Mm. I never make noise. I always stay on my computer. There's nothing interesting. <laughs> It's not like, oh, we used to fight all the time and now we don't. No, I, I want to make sure that I do not have problems with my parents. I think that's the number one most important thing. So I'm very lucky hmm. that I had an older brother <laughs> who did all the problems, which is good. Okay. Now everything is okay. Um, you said that I had a normal childhood with the bullying and all. So you think bullying is very normal? 
Yeah, I think kids are disgusting. Tell I, me more. I think I think if you take I think I think you know when you see kids that are bullying, which a lot of kids bully, a lot of kids bully. Like you start to ask yourself, why do they bully? I think it's because it's human nature. It's like animalistic behavior, which is like, oh, you're different than me. You suck. Um, so you see bullying happen all the time at schools. So if I was a dictator, I'd probably, you know, do like a one-year course on how to de-animalize yourself as a human since the age of 10 or maybe six. And then, uh, yeah, I would do that. Apparently we stop, uh, not stop, but our main personality is formed up to six. Yeah. That's the general uh, research. That is true. Mm. I saw this video on YouTube of like a black kid who gets two dolls. It's called a doll test. Gets to one is black and one is white and says, ask the black kid, which doll is more beautiful? And they say the white doll. They say, which doll is, is ugly? They say the black doll. Wow. They're five years old. That's, yeah, that's messed up. Man. It's How messed people up. are programmed. Yeah, the first three years, you're programmed to be racist, sometimes against your own race. And I think, you know, us Arabs do it as well. You know, like between Arabs and Jews, I'm sure it happens. Between Arabs and white people, it also happens. I saw that video of you working on a computer last night, and then um, a Jewish guy comes and taps you, but then he realizes that you're an Arab Muslim, and then his sister, who's young, yeah, yeah. She was racist against you and you're like, but I'm not a terrorist or something. Yeah, it, was, it. it was a very interesting. I don't know how you felt in that because I would look at your body language. It was not comfortable. Like I would find it a very confusing situation to be dealing with, especially coming from a young person. An yeah. adult, it's kind of like head to head. Yeah. A child is difficult. Yeah. Uh, to be clear, you know, uh, Jew on Arab racism happens all the time and Arab on Jew racism happens even more. Would, would we say Jew Muslim or Jew Arab? Um, I don't make that distinction. Hmm. I think Jew, probably Jew Arab. Hmm. Arab Jew, yeah, I think so. Because there's also Christian Arabs. Because there's Arab Jews also, I mean, as a religion. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking only in, in, in the country of Israel. Hmm. Um, look, you know, I think, I think my main mission in life is to uh, make Jews and Arabs like each other. Like, I think that is, that is a, a worthy mission. Um, and when that happened to me, like I, th I, I was very happy it was on camera by mistake because uh, it shows, you know, we all suffer from it. Uh, Jews suffer from it. Arabs suffer from it. No one enjoys hate. And if you do enjoy hate, then uh, you need help. You need help. <laughs> Are you ashamed of being Arab? No, I'm not. No. Would you no, say I like you, it. you hide it or you hid it before? Did I hide it before? Maybe for a year during college. Probably for a year during college. I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed being Arab. I'm, sometimes I'm sad for, for being Arab because I know what goes inside my culture. I know. Mm. You know, I, I know, I know the, the, the racism. I know the sexism. I know all that. But I also know the generosity. And I know the, the, the kindness and all that stuff. So... I, I, think, I think we need to like de-radicalize our entire race. Um, and I think when we do that, uh, I think it's going to be a very powerful race. And my, my time here in, in Dubai, in the Emirates, like, kind of made me hopeful again, right? That Arabs can start businesses. Arabs can make money. Arabs can be entrepreneurial. Arabs can reach Mars. 
you know, for many people in not the GCC, this is rare. You know, like Egypt has a lot of poverty. You know, your, your village has a lot of poverty. I'm talking to you. Mine does too, mm. right? And we have, um, there's drive-by shootings in my, in my village like all the time. So it's nice to see something different. Uh, and I want us to amplify that. Naz, do you think um, you, you, sh- you said your goal is to, to lessen or dilute this tension, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the tension between, look, my show is not political or religious I know, in I any know. way. I know, I'm, sorry I'm making it political. No, no, I'm, you're, I don't think you are. I yeah. don't think either of us will. Good. I'm talking about the human aspect. We're talking about humans. Yes, yes. Um, but you said my goal is to lessen that tension. Do you believe it's a far-fetched goal or it's a stupid goal? Bro, your country 50 years ago was nothing. And now you're sending something to Mars next week. Mm. That is impossible. So if 50 years you can create the UAE, if in 54 years you can create Singapore, I'm pretty sure in, in our lifetime we can make someone not dislike someone else. <laughs> and did you start that way? I and mean, did your videos whether daily or the weekly, start with the objective that way or it started no. to grow on you or you were forced to it because somebody was like, he's not fighting for us or he's not representing us. So suddenly you feel, yeah, but I was never into politics. Why are you, put- I'm a vlogger, for example. Why are you putting me in, in this responsibility? Yeah. Uh, look, there is no distinction between politics and life. Life is politics. The only thing that can kill you right now is a missile that is done through politics. War is politics. So I think life is politics, so you cannot escape it. Uh, so I'm okay with being thrown into this. I'm, I like it. I like mm. it a lot. I don't want to be a Denmark video maker who's making videos about food. I don't want to do that. Um, I, I want to make videos about the sensitive topics. It, it's more exciting. It's more stressful. It's more mm. enjoyable. Um, I don't think it's my mission. I think. I think what happened Nas Daily, for those that are unfamiliar with it, right, I was just a, a software engineer who spent 20 years in his hometown not feeling like they belong, went to Harvard, realized if you're white and if you're rich, you get better opportunities. Uh, and if you're, if you're a minority or if you don't come from the same privilege, you kind of, you're not as cool. Then went to software engineering, realized he's a terrible engineer. So for 26 years or 24 years, you, know, you grow up as if you don't matter, as if no one gives a shit about you, right? And then, so for me, Nas Daily was the explosion. I wanna do, I wanna say whatever the hell I wanna say. And if you wanna listen, great. If you don't wanna listen, it's okay. But I wanna go see the world the way I wanna see it. I wanna look at, amplify things that I care about. And to my surprise, hundreds of millions of people cared about it. 26 million people decided to follow it which is 26 million more people than I thought would ever care. Uh, so this Nas Daily thing never started for the fame or the money. I still look like I'm homeless. Like you literally cleaned my shirt like a, 10 minutes ago <laughs> and I wanna keep it that way. Um, I, think, I think it's nice to raise your voice. And, and, but I also think it's nice to raise it responsibly. Mm. So that's the next thing. Part of the question hmm. you know i think a lot of people raise their voice saying fuck the jews a lot of people raise their voice saying fuck the arabs i think that's very irresponsible um so it's very important to be responsible with with any video you make 
That's why a lot of people say, I cannot believe you're not telling my side of the story. And my answer to that is, I am not your messenger. If you have your side of the story, tell it. Because I'm here to tell my side of the story. I think that's the, that's the main difference. Mm. Yeah, I, have, I asked a few uh, Palestinian friends. Uh, what do you think about Naz? What do you think about his content? <laughs> I wanted to hear different uh, opinions, yeah. even a, a neutral Arab or a Palestinian or whatnot. And some of the feedback I would get is, he doesn't get us. He's more privileged. He had it more easy. He doesn't. He can't act like it's all okay now. There is so much pain and and torture and and hate and problems in our history. You can't just disregard that and move on. Yeah. So. I'm sure you get this every day. If mm -hmm. I got it in a few minutes of research, I'm sure you get it every day. Every day. But what is your, your response to that? Look, the beauty of Nas Daily is that I actually seen both parts. I've seen both sides, right? I grew up as a Palestinian in the country of Israel. And I've, I know how it feels like to be discriminated against, and I know how it feels like to be a Jew or, or an Israeli or whatever. Um, I think the last thing I want is to the last thing I want is to is to be influenced by someone who lived 5000 kilometers away from the region somewhere in Dubai never actually been to the place never actually experienced the situation and for them to impose their opinion on me that's not what Nasdaq is for I'm not Al Jazeera so I think what the problem with the problem with the internet and, and this part of the world is that we tend to force our opinions on others. And if you do not say what I say about this conflict, then you are not one of us. And I think that's very misguided. I think the majority actually agrees with Nas Daily. That's why it succeeded. That's why millions of people listen to these videos. Yes, the comment section may have 5% that say, screw you. But I think at the end of the day, numbers don't lie. Data doesn't lie. You know, yeah. Nas Daily became one of the most popular pages in one year. It got 3 million likes in the Arabic world on the Arabic page. I think that's a testament that there is a need for moderate voices. I don't like you if you're extremist on the left and I don't like you if you're an extremist on the right. For me, I would say Nas, it's, uh, it's similar. And you said something a lot in your videos that I say something similar about. You said life is not black or white. Yep. And what I would always add, I would say, life is not black or white, it's shades of gray. Yep. I think you said gray. I did say gray. gray, yeah, yeah, nice. So my point is, you said that here we're, we're very opinionated and we hog onto our opinions. And if you don't follow what I think is right or wrong, I will say you're not a, a true Emirati, you're not a proud Emirati or a proud Muslim Crazy. or a proud. And it's a very a narrow way of looking at human beings. And mm -hmm. I remember, and I've said this uh, story a few times, but I kept getting it. And then at one point it bothered me where I would uh, uh, come out of a masjid uh, wearing this similar. And, oh some, and I would get a comment would say, why aren't you wearing the national dress? At least uh, when you go to the masjid, wear a national dress. And I'm like, I didn't know there was a dress code for Muslims. Like, and if, if in Islamically I'm generally covered, What's the, what's the issue? Yeah. And then it kept happening so many times. Then I, I talked about it. I'm like, guys, we need to calm down. Just because I'm not dressing like you or what you prefer to wear in a masjid or a mall. Or, doesn't mean I'm not 
proud to be Emirati or not proud to be Muslim or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's an issue, I think, which we have to push. Me, you, a lot of people here that it's not only our opinion. Even I might be wrong. I can tell you, and I see this so much. I can say, Nasta'al, we'll go get ice cream. I'll <laughs> tell you, I want you to try chocolate. And you say, Anas, no, I don't like chocolate. I'm like, la, wallah, you try. Oh, this happens I'm like, you're like, Anas, I like vanilla. I'm like, wallah, chocolate. And you're like, yeah, it's crazy. both are nice. <laughs> Why are we arguing? You can have chocolate, I'll have mint or whatever. It's Why does crazy. it have to be what you like? Exactly. For That's the beauty of absolute. the internet. You can create content that you like, and that is the ultimate test. How many other people like it too, even silently? Imagine. Yeah. And it's funny because the more I'm talking to you, the more I see. Uh, I think we're very different, also very similar. Yeah. Yani, I left TV and eventually did this after years of being archived in my head because I wanted to do a show that is fucking raw. I don't need the teleprompter. I don't need somebody to tell me, not this guest, la la la, not this guest, only this ah, guest, yeah, not yeah. this question, and this is too red line. No, let's be real for, we need realness. Yep, yep, yep. You know? I agree. Um, you said, Naz, uh, I read, I think, in your bio, uh, 26 million followers in, on the internet, zero in real life. What does that mean? <laughs> you read my Twitter bio. Mm. I don't like Twitter. Um, what does it mean? I just, I think the term followers is kind of weird. Right, it's like it can be. What yeah. is followers like? Am I leading you into something? Am I going to to to, to Sinai with you and you follow me? Like, what does that mean? So subscribers I don't, is maybe nice. Subscribers is a better word, or 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 or, or not even fans. I, I wish there was a better word to describe a tribe that we all agree on something. So twenty six million people that agree on the content that I make. Um. And I have zero followers in, the, in real life because I'm not a prophet. I'm not Jesus, okay? So I have no followers in real life and no one does mm. unless you're like Tony Robbins or something. I, I think it's important to stay humble and, and, and like on the ground because fame is like more dangerous than COVID-19. And I see it all the time. When, when, and it happened to me like a few months ago. Like when I get the, the fame bug or the fame virus, um, you know, you change. You become a, a worse version of who you are. So I put that Twitter bio to remind myself that in real life, no one cares about you. Um, and it, it's nice. It's nice to keep Even your t-shirt is a reminder. You like reminding yourself. I love reminding myself. So this is the percentage that you believe according to a 76-year-old in the U.S.? Yes. That's the average life already spent. Correct. So on average, For you. how you're, you're 38. Mm. I think in, in the Emirates, it's like... 75 so more than average. halfway there yeah so you're, you're might not be more than you're 50 percent like a little bit more than 50 percent yeah. literally so 51 percent or so mm -hmm. and for me this is a reminder that it's very morbid you know as they say uh, but i i want to dedicate the remaining 63 percent of my life uh, to doing something that i like mm -hmm. and uh, if i say do you want to give 10 percent of your life to a job that you don't like or a or a boyfriend or a girlfriend you don't like You'll say, hell no, I'm not giving you 10% of my life. It's 10%. But for some reason, we do it when we say it's seven years. So when you think of life in terms of percentages, time becomes a lot more precious. Hmm. You, 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 you used the word um, anger a few times. And you said uh, somewhere I read that anger gave birth to Nas Daily. 
And you kind of said it earlier, you said it was an explosion of yeah. anger. Yeah. It's so funny how you play with that word anger. I mm-hmm. want you to, to elaborate more. Because anger has such a negative connotation. But you're trying Show to use me it, it positively. Who cares? It can have its negative connotations. Look, I, I think it's, it's not anger at you and it's not anger at him. It's not anger at an individual. It's not like, I hate this person. It's just anger at like the institutions. Like even something as stupid, literally as stupid. When I was like 16 or so, I remember. It's like driving cars, okay? The fact that you can drive cars like this and this on the highway and the guy coming in the opposite way can like sleep on the car and just like veer just a little bit like this and literally take your life away by, by mistake. Doesn't that make you angry? Like literally, it's crazy how unsafe the roads are. That should make you angry. Mm. The fact that you have to, uh, the fact that some people work for uh, a full day on $10 a day salary, even in, in, in developed countries, I think that should make everyone angry. Um, I think that the fact that uh, 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 you know, people in Palestine have been wanting a country for, for years, uh, that should make a lot of people angry. But also the fact that the Holocaust happened and people still make fun of Jews, should make you angry too. So, I don't know why you want to get angry. It depends what you do with it. Yeah. I think at some point it becomes irresponsible not to be angry. Mm, at some point. Yeah. I mean, why are you here on life? Like, if you're here to consume, if you're here to just, like, use infrastructure, use tax, government, use uh, the people around you and just, like, live and make kids and, and, and die... I think that's irresponsible because uh, cats have babies. This is something I don't like about our culture sometimes. It's the goal of life is to get married, build a house, have kids. It's, it's like, it's like this level one, level two, level three. And, and I think, that's, I think it should, the mindset should change. It's okay if you don't get married, even if you're a woman. It's okay if you don't have kids. You're not anus or whatever the word is. Uh, but I think it's not okay if you leave world the way you found it. Or have too many kids that are completely messed up that you didn't bother bringing up. That's another Just because you want thing. to fulfill your checklist of having kids. Crazy. We talk a lot uh, in, on uh, some specials that we've done about marriage and kids. And it's very sad that our societies make you feel less complete if you didn't get married. For, especially for women. If she's 30 and not married, oh... Too bad. Yeah. And you're like, why are you making her feel incomplete? And if she's programmed from her youth, by the way, there are animations, there are cartoons that we watch. It makes you feel incomplete alone. Yeah. And kind of like you said, you have to realize, okay, you want my angry? What's your angry? My angry is that we are born unique. We are told we're unique. Right? But all the global systems are one size fits all. Many of the main global systems, education, all of you have to finish high school. All of you have to study biology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like biology, you know you have to study. Yeah, all of you have to finish college, it's usually four years. Okay, why not two and a half if I actually do the work? No, no, it has to be four, because it's a business, we need you on a retainer. A lot of things, even marriage, all of you have to, okay, what if I don't want to get married? What if I hate kids? <laughs> nah, okay, how do, you, how do you hate kids? Yeah, it's crazy. They'll make you feel guilty and feel bad, and then you're not happy. Then yeah. that girl who's 32, she's like, yeah, my time is done. How are all my friends, their mothers? Yeah, but some of them are crappy mothers. Do you want to be a crappy mother? Yeah. So this is what bothers me. When people don't sit down and think, why do we think this way? Nish. 
Why? Did anybody just sit down and say what you said? This car is doing this and this. Why? Why can't we change the system? You know, I don't know. I, I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. Do you think like in a modern world we're less educated, although all the resources are here? No. I think we're a lot more educated now. Yeah, and an eight-year-old now is way better than an eight-year-old 50 years ago. 100%. Hmm. Everything now is better than 50 years ago. Everything. Hmm. And this is something my dad always says. I wish life was as simple as before. I'd be like, Dad, you wouldn't be alive. You'd have polio and you'd be, you'd be dead. So I'd, 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 I'm a big fan of everything that's happening. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. Hmm. I think maybe we disagree on this point. No, no. I actually, I'm with you. I think they're way more uh, resourceful. Uh, I have two, two kids from my previous marriage and they are... Like Majid, mashallah, is so smart, man. He knows all the stuff that I knew at 18. He probably knows them at eight. Yeah. He yeah. knew them, you know, now he's 10. So he talks to me. The other day he comes to me and he asks me about what does ego mean? That's I didn't know what ego was till I was probably 25. That's why they should spend not 12 years in, into high school, maybe eight years. You know, make schooling less. Mm. It's crazy. We spent one third of our lives just educating. Yeah, I know. For and nothing. Then usually studying something you don't even like. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so what is, I'll switch it up. <laughs> something more positive, please. Yeah, I think we're realistic individuals. Um, love, what does love mean to you? It's a chemical reaction. Huh. It's just, that's, that's So you would say you're a romantic person in a relationship or not at all? Or objective, like it has to make logic. I, I definitely think my girlfriend is more romantic than me. But I think the reason we like each other is because we're both not romantic. Um, look, I think at some point, at some point, you have to not think with your heart and think with the brain. And I think love is too much thinking with the heart. In fact, I think love is too much thinking with the penis. So I don't, the penis or the blood, you know, love for the family or love for a significant other. Penis for the men, okay, for the woman. <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I think my girlfriend and I both understand, um, I, I, we have a different kind of love. You could still call it love, uh, but I think it's more like, look, we, we know why we're on this planet. We know why we're together. We know what we want to do in 15 years. We know what the point of life is uh, for us. Um, and let's, let's do it together. Hmm. That's a utilitarian approach because we both understand if you do it separately, you will not have the same result. And if you do it separately, you'll be lonely. And you don't want to be lonely. So it's, it's, a, it's a very utilitarian. Um, and I think it's great. It's called you know, uh, Pareto efficiency, right? When it's like uh, two things uh, coming together has become better than, the, than two individual things. So you think she adds to you? 100%. Even at work and your drive and everything? I think she adds to me like, she adds to me in like, opening up to what the remaining 50% of the world thinks, mm. which is, which is uh, very so rare. more empathetic than you. I, I think she opened my eyes to like many things, right? Uh, she's definitely more empathetic than me. Um, I became vegetarian because of her influence. I have animals because of her influence. Um, I, you know, she started making videos on Facebook because of my influence. So we're influencing each other in a way that makes both of ourselves better. It's like stepping on each other to go up. And I like that. 
It makes you better. Yeah. She keeps me grounded. Crazy. You said something earlier about um, fame. Yeah. How sometimes you can get the fame bug. Uh, we can call it power bug. We can call it money bug. We can call it fame bug. So now, these are three different bugs. I have one of them. I mm. don't have the others? Wait, no, I don't have the others. Oh. Which one do you think I have? Money? No. Dude, look at my t-shirt. Am I wearing a Louis Vuitton? It doesn't have to be a Louis Vuitton. That is what have it you is. seen how some of the millionaires dress? Do I have anything in my life? I don't Which know. Which bug do you money. have? It's the power. Power? Yeah, power bug. You feel it? Yeah, I'm very open about it. Okay, so this is my point. Do you think social media, whether mm -hmm. you're popular there, power bug, fame bug, money bug, do you believe these are magnifiers of a personality or they change a personality? I think they're magnifiers. So it is, the core is there? I think the core is there. And just accelerates it? Uh, it to dangerous levels. I've seen uh, people that, that had the fame bug and the money bug and it, it, uh, it, it went crazy bad. So uh, yeah, I think social media is like giving you a gun and if you're a psychopath, you're gonna start firing with that gun. So it really, it, it enables you. It doesn't necessarily change you. Hmm. Uh, that's just my belief. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. There's a high chance that I'm wrong. But uh, I, I think it, it, it amplifies who you are. Yours is the power. Yeah. What does that do? What did it do to you? Look, you know, 26 years, people that look like me have no power. It's very simple. It's people that look like me were always ruled by people that look different than me. British colonization, um, all the way down to whatever you call it. So, um, it sucks. It's terrible. It should make you angry. I think a lot of Indians do feel the same way I feel. Mm. Right? A lot of Indians are like, okay, it's time for us to kind of control our own destiny. I'm talking about this in terms of race rather than country. So it's not a Palestine, Israel, India, Pakistan thing. Mm. It's more like, okay, why is it that most TVs have blonde, white, and blue eyes? When I was a kid, I thought 50% of the world was blonde because I, I looked at Hollywood and 50% of Hollywood actors are blonde. As it turns out it's only 3% in real life. 3%. The average human face is not beautiful and it's not... You know, it's not white and it's not none of that. No, it's, it's like an average looking Chinese man. That's the average face. If you take all faces in the world and average them out. So that should tell you something. Bangladesh's population is the same as the U.S. population, almost. 200, 300. There's 200 million Bangladeshi Bengali people in the world and no one cares about them. That's crazy talk. So I think it's time to like, you know, yeah, that, for me, that's why I like power. I think it's time to, to um, change something. Something doesn't, doesn't feel right. Are you addicted to power? Am I addicted to power? I'm addicted, I'm addicted to my beliefs. So if there's one word I want you to write when I die on my tombstone, don't say loving, kind, none of that stuff. Just put consistent. I, I really believe in consistency. You seem very disciplined. I made a thousand videos in a thousand days. I wore this t-shirt for three years straight. Uh, different t-shirts. Same design. Um, I'm very disciplined. I will mm. never cheat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your girlfriend will be happy. Yeah. So power, the power book doesn't affect you in that I department. hope she doesn't either. Yeah. <laughs> no, mm. very consistent. Um, I think it's very important. Do you think you're strange? Do you think you're a strange human? A weird one? Do I think I'm strange? No. Do you think I'm strange? 
What is strange? And again, I don't associate the word weird or strange in no. a negative way. It's just different. No, I, I think I'm very lucky. One, I grew up as a male, so I'm allowed to have these bombastic things. So if I was a female, I'd be a lot more reserved because of society, which is also another crazy thing in the world. Mm. Uh, so I'm very lucky to be born a male, and we have to admit that. I'm very lucky to be born uh, with supportive parents, and I'm very lucky to, um, uh, to be Palestinian-Israeli. Do you know how rare it is? There's only two million of us. Two million in the world. It's awesome. It's like, it's so, it's, it, it, I'm very lucky to be born in, in, in situations that made me, made my beliefs stronger. So I'm, I'm a big believer in like, um, you know, uh, 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 take the power and then, and then use it in a way uh, that you think makes the world better. Mm. Because when other people did it, it didn't quite work out, did it? Um, that's just my belief system. That's the, maybe the dark side of Nas Daily. Um, and it's okay. I think a lot of people agree with my belief system. Do you think it makes you rigid that you're addicted to your belief system? Yes. That's why the girlfriend helps um, in that sp- s- sector. I mean, no, no, she just, no. It doesn't help in that. I think she just helps keep me like grounded. Like, but um, does that, does that make somebody who's powerful uh, too rigid? You're not opening or seeing another side of a story. It's a risk. Yeah. It's a big risk. And you're okay with that? No, I'm not okay with that. I have to be better. I, I, I need to be careful with that. I agree. You're young, so you can. Yeah, I got, I got 63% left. <laughs> How's your relationship with money? With money? Yeah. Um, it's a great, great vehicle. It's an amazing vehicle to get to where I want to go. So I don't care about the Mercedes or the Tesla, the vehicle that I'm in. I care about going to Italy, for example, the destination. Mm. So one thing I realize is, look, uh, they say money is powerful. There's financial capital, there's social capital. I started with financial capital. So when I hit a million followers, I was like, wow, I feel rich. I feel rich. Social capital is so much harder to get than money. In the world, there are 40 million millionaires. So there's 40 million people that have a million dollars and above. It's so not unique to be rich, especially in Dubai. It's not unique at all. And so, in fact, the smart way to get power is to get social capital. Um, so I, I got social capital and I, and I feel rich there. But I think at some point I realized it's not enough because you cannot achieve what you truly want to achieve. Um, and so for that, you need money. So my, my goal in life is to be powerful in both. I want to have social capital and financial capital. Mm. And I want to get to 100 million USD, and I want to get 100 million uh, followers or people on the internet. That's kind of like my 10-year goal. And I think when you get to those levels, you can start to affect real change. But until then, you're just playing kids' games. Oh, like my picture. Who cares? Mm. You know, Taylor Swift couldn't change the outcome of elections in Louisiana or whatever it is. She couldn't change the outcome, and she has 100 million followers. So, speaking of the devil. <laughs> um, Hello. So, really, so I think I'm 26% of the goal to 100 million followers, 26%. Mm. And I'm roughly 7% or so of the goal to $100 million. And I want 
to accelerate. I can argue with what you just said. Please, please push you, back. You said to make um, big change, let's say, with an underline, you need that level, right, of uh, power. Um, but I'm sure you change the mind of kids to be less resentful. 100%. You change somebody to leave a miserable corporate job. So 100%. that's not insignificant, even if it's a few. It's not. No, no, it's you not. Know? But I think you're talking about the drastic change. At the end of the day, you can change the minds of a million kids and then some stupid politician sends a missile their way and they all die. You know, life and death is kind of controlled by other people. And yeah, you can, changing the minds because it's very important, but it's a 30-year mission. It's a 30, 40-year thing. It'll never pay, it will not pay off now. Hmm. So in a way, it's like, like, you see it in the United States. All these musicians and Hollywood and all that crap. Did it change anything? You have Trump. So there's not really much influence in Hollywood. It's so funny how I never talk about politics, but this episode is all about politics. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. It's okay, it's okay. I'm, what I else is there? Talk, I need to talk to you. That's your word, that's your news. That's, that's my videos, right? My videos are less about, they've become less about, this is a beach that's beautiful, come visit it, and more about, yeah. you know, let's talk about this thing or that thing. Mm. Um, but always with a positive tone, 100%, never, never in a negative tone. You think, uh, Naz, you think you have a big ego? Aline? No, don't, don't Do get, I have a big ego? Uh, you don't need to get a cheat sheet. Well, I, people I know to... you better. According to you. No, I don't have a big ego. Hmm. It's not, it, that's the thing. It's like, what is a big ego? What does an ego mean? I, I like to ask vague questions because each person sees, like when I say, what's your relationship with love or money? Each person gets, receives that question very differently. So what does ego mean to you? Everybody has an ego, that's for sure. Um, you should ask your son. He knows what the definition of ego is. Mm. I, don't, I don't think much of ego. I, I don't know what, what it means. I, I, don't, it's not, I, don't have the, I don't know the definition of it. Mm. Uh, but if the people closest to me who are very honest, sometimes too honest, say I don't have a big ego, then I'll take it for their word. I don't, I don't, you think, I mean, do you think I have an ego? Be honest. I think you're stubborn, but in a, it can yes. be very good, it can be bad. Yes, yes. I true. don't, the ego, I find it very hard, I think there is a correlation between ego and experience and education and, and travel knowledge. The more you see the world, the more you educate your mind, the less ego you have. You have the ego, but you don't let it control you. Ego is born in us, Yanni. We have it since we're an infant and we're getting the love and attention from a parent and it's one-sided. I want to eat, they, they feed me. I want to get attention, I cry. I'm building an ego. It's yeah, all yeah. about me. Yeah, yeah. But the more you educate your brain and your mind and you see the world, this ego gets... Yeah, that makes sense. And you control it. Yeah. And you said that she grounds you. Yeah. And if she grounds you, that means you're not letting it get out of control. The problem with fame, social media fame, is that everyone around you tells you you're great, for the most part, 90% of the time. Mm. Some people tell you you're a stupid idiot. But everyone tells you, you're great, you're idle, you're amazing, I love you, so inspiring, I love you, I love you. I love you. And at some point, it gets into your head. It can. We're wow. human, bad, no? Yeah. It, it can get in. Uh, when people say, no, it will never change me, I'm like, you're changing every day. Now, hopefully, to the better. You, so you think people change? I hope they change. 
Because that's a very bad sign if they're not changing. They're think, not evolving. I think people change on the surface. El core stays? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. We have, we've had many fights about this. It's a very topic. interesting topic. Yeah, yeah. If the core changes, or does it, or does it not? Uh, we have a saying in Arabic, um, uh, Yeah. So, yes. I mean, nature, it, nurture. It's kind of like, yeah. No. It will always beat it. Even if I learn to be patient, but I'm a hot-headed guy, at some point, that hot-headed guy is going to come back. Is it true? Yeah. It's I, an interesting... I, I agree with that. Mm. I, do you agree with that? I don't know. I don't know. It's a tricky one. It's kind of like when they say a cheater is always a cheater. <laughs> is he? <laughs> or is... I think also, look... That's a completely different topic about polygamy and monogamy. But, oh my uh, God. But I do believe it's a choice. You choose to be monogamous. You choose to be loyal. You oh, choose yes, to yes. Be, and patience is a skill. I don't think you're just, maybe you're born genetically with a patient parent and it's in your blood, but you also teach yourself to I listen am. more. To, yeah, yeah, I agree. Hmm. We have a lot of topics to talk about. <laughs> Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll narrow. I'm so sorry. Narrow. I think this whole conversation is like about heavy topics. Maybe. It's okay. People need, need some reality in us. Lishla. Lishla. Sure. Okay. I'd like to go with the flow. Um, are you happy? No. Why? <laughs> I'm st- All my answers to you are like terrible. I don't do you believe in love? Terrible. No. Are you happy? No. <laughs> why, why do you think it's terrible if it's a no? So here's, it here's, is what it is. Here's it's, the way I look you. at it, right? You're happy now. Uh, you're in a car and you get in an accident. All of a sudden you're sad. Uh, a lot of people index for happiness. I think happiness is very short term. I am happy Joy now. Joy is maybe short term. What? Joy. It's a, a I think we have like a different dictionary, but I call mm-hmm. it satisfaction. Okay. Are you satisfied? We go with your dictionary. Yeah. Are you satisfied with your journey Mm. yes i'm very satisfied very very satisfied am i happy on a daily basis no i'm happy like 30 percent of the time i heard something cool recently she said uh, robin roberts said that she said uh, always grateful never satisfied okay so i say i'm great in any case i'm grateful but not not necessarily like happy you know i've seen happy people i know how it feels to be happy that's not me Mm. That's not my girlfriend. <laughs> what are you afraid of? Uh, what am I afraid of? Mm, what am I afraid of? How deep should the answer be? What am I afraid of? I don't know. Um, Part of me is afraid of disappointing, disappointing um, like specific people in my life. Part of me is afraid of that for sure. Um, but I, I think a, lot, a, lot, a big part of me is afraid of waste, wasting things, um, especially life. That's very scary. So wasting life, I'm very scared of it. Would you say you have FOMO? No, no, not FOMO. What, then, you know, this is something I wanted to know. What's Fear of missing out is saying, oh, I want to be at that party, I want to be at this thing, I want to mm. be at that thing. Life is short, yalla, I want to have fun. No, no, that, that's, for me, that's FOMO. Um, it, it, there's a reason I wear this t-shirt, man. It's like, <laughs> it's so crazy scary to like, with a blink of an eye, be 60. 
with bad life choices. It's scary as fuck. But what, what did this, like what for me, I really want to know behind all of this. What's the drive? We're Why Arabs, man. Drive? We're Arabs. You know how many times I talk to my uncles? You know how many times I talk to, my, to the sheikh? You know how many times I talk to the local people at the mosque? You know how many times I talk to my teachers? I have never met someone in my village that is like happy with their life, with no regrets looking back. I, like, I'm yet to meet one person. I think that's the behind the scenes is we live for the other. We li- especially if you're a woman, you live for society. And if you're a man, you also do it too. It happens everywhere in our society. So don't do this. It'll, it'll make the neighbor talk about us. Hakin Nas. Be careful of Hakin Nas. Gotta get married because or else what will Nas say? Hakin Nas. Hakin Nas. So we live our lives for others until we wake up at age 65 and we say, grandkids, don't be like me. Live your own life. And the minute the grandkids live their own life, we tell them not to do it. So there's a lot of hypocrisy in the way, um, in, in, in my childhood. And I hate hypocrisy. Hmm. But what, if we had to narrow it down, why are you crazy? Why, what's, what's driving you? What's this engine that's making you feel, shit, I really need to do this. I need to deliver. You know why I'm and crazy? to be this fucking consistent, yeah. Yeah. requires a special kind of passion or fuel. I'll tell you why I'm crazy. You're not normal. <laughs> I don't you. think I'm normal. I don't think I'm not <laughs> Like somebody will like, why are you always working? But I'm enjoying what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. Look, if, if, if you're a football player, you're a football player, right? And, you know, if you're playing, playing normally, it's like you're not, you're not crazy. You're normal, you're chill, you're playing football. But if you're in the World Cup and you're close to the goal and you're about to hit the ball to enter the, to score, you'll go crazy, right? Your adrenaline will rush up, you'll go nuts. You will only focus on the ball, you'll only focus on what you're doing. So the way I feel because of the success of Nas Daily, I feel like I'm about to score a goal at at minute 90, you know, with this opportunity that I have. So on day one, when I started Nas Daily, I wasn't this crazy. I was like, oh, hello, I am here. Let's me one minute, see you tomorrow, you know? But now it's like, holy cow. I have an opportunity at this, right? So I'm, I'm going nuts. There's a, a great opportunity mm. to, to, to do something amazing that you couldn't do before in your life. And, and that's so exciting. But why? I still go back. What, what's your why? What's why do you do all of this? What, what's the reason? <laughs> I, think, I think you can boil down this whole thing to like being short-tempered. <laughs> You, what, there's no, you cannot ask why for these questions. It's like asking if someone is telling you, well, you know, I wish Hitler never existed, and you ask him why. I mean, the question, the answer is no, obvious. No, no, I mean, what I'm trying to say, you can answer me and say, Anas, uh, I don't like hypocrisy, what you said. I feel enough of this shit. I, I, I don't want people to go through this double standard that I went through. If I really dig down into my mind and my childhood this is why i'm doing this was i hate that feeling i don't want that feeling for anybody that's why i want to or i i uh, the world angers me the world angers me the systems anger me i don't like racism i don't like this i need to start to change that even if it's a little these you see these are wise this is what i'm trying to get at yeah so it's not the hitler example <laughs> no but i think that's why hmm. the world angers me in a way yeah so i helped you with that one i said I, it 10 I minutes you, ago I took bro it and i give it back to you
Um, what's the best moment for you so far in life? Like in life? Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. What pops? Best moment in life. You have two children. Alhamdulillah. What's the best child? What's the best child? No. Different. Yeah, different. different. The way I, th- I view it, every moment is beautiful. Mm. Um, I don't know there's a best. One of the best. I, I'll tell you one of the best. I'll tell you the first one that comes to memory. Okay. Um, I, was, uh, where was I? I was 17, 18, and I applied to MIT. I needed to get out of my village. It was very important to get out of the village because you are who are the people around you. And I needed to be around uh, uh, other people that are not all uniform like you are. And I applied to MIT. And uh, so I applied to United, uh, United States universities. I applied to eight universities. And uh, it was Pi Day. So MIT lets you know if you got into the school on, on the 14th of March. And, uh, and I got in. I, like you refresh, refresh. At midnight, you refresh. 5 p.m. Pi Day uh, every year. And I got in. And I didn't worry about, I didn't, didn't matter the money, it didn't matter the, the logistics, it didn't matter anything. For me, that seeing that email was, I have my ticket out. I have one option. Because I was, I was planning to get rejected by all eight universities. Because I didn't have good scores. I didn't go to a private school. I was planning to get rejected from everything. And the minute one out of these eight universities said yes, I was like, I started crying and everything. It's, it's my chance out to see the real world. And then, and then I went to the US and I made a gay friend. I made a friend that was black. I met a friend that was Jewish. I met a friend that was Hindu. I was like, holy cow, you believe in cows? That's amazing. You know, and so it's incredible that ticket out. Yeah. And especially if you're surrounded by MIT, I, I didn't end up going to MIT, I went to Harvard instead because of the money. But I think being surrounded by people who are different and people who want to do great things is the most important thing that will ever happen to me in my life. It's infectious. Amazing. Worst moment. Worst moment? Well, you know, look, I I think it's not the worst moment, but it's one of the moments that I think are terrible. Uh, I I think, you know, so I lived lived inside Israel and and, uh, there was war, Hmm. as there is all the time. Uh, And at some point there was rockets falling on on a nearby Jewish town. And uh, I could hear them. At night, and, and that, that, that made me understand what trauma means. And that made me realize it happened only twice in my life, and it stayed with me forever. And if it stayed with me forever, if it had twice, imagine someone living in Palestine, it happens to them all the time, they must feel crazy traumatic. So I think that, that you know, just seeing the fact that you cannot control your life because of something that may fall down on you is insane. Very scary. How Very do people unsettling. feel in a war zone? Yeah, and uh, and even the rocket wasn't meant for me. It was meant for the the nearby Jewish town, right? Because Arabs live by themselves, Jews live by themselves. I mean, your rockets miss sometimes, and they land in Arab towns too. That's what, that's the point I'm trying to make, right? 
is I'm, I'm under, I, this experience makes you understand how a Jew feels and at the same time makes you understand how a Palestinian feels in the same event. Uh, and it doesn't make you feel good. Mm -hmm. Last one. Nasir in one word. Consistent. Quick, huh? You answered it. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Very interesting.